Hello, welcome to the Girl and Duck podcast. I'm Jen Storer, acclaimed children's book author and chief inspirationalist, that's not a term I made up, at girlandduck.com, creative writing, creative life. At Girl and Duck, I take you on a journey from exploring the art of kidlit creation right through to mastering the art of kidlit creation. To find out more about the courses and products that I offer, pop over to the website. You're bound to find inspiration and support and something to absolutely love over there. That's www.girlandduck.com. But in the meantime, stick around because we've got lots to talk about. I was talking to a friend the other day who is a writer and she is discovering after many years, that ending, getting to the end of a piece is full of challenges. And she realised that she had been operating under the illusion that because she had plotted the novel in advance, that when she got around to actually writing it, it was going to be just a matter of joining the dots and that it would all fall into place. And then when she finally made the commitment to actually finished the piece she realized there was a lot more to it than that and I think it was a very humbling realization for her (laughs) because finishing what we start when it comes to creative writing or any creative project really is fraught with challenges and I want to talk a little bit about that today In the time that I've been running Girl and Duck and teaching and mentoring creative writing students, one of the biggest questions I've come up against all the time is this thing about finishing and how how, tips on how to finish. I was looking at this old question today amongst my, um, I have printouts of the hundreds and hundreds of questions I received while I was running um, Q&Q Friday, Questions and Quacks. And one of these questions is, Getting to the end, I've struggled a bit with false starts and running out of steam and it starts to get a bit demoralizing after a while. That's, that's putting, um, you know, that's being gentle, isn't it? Uh, it is certainly demoralizing. Any strategies or suggestions are welcome. So over the years, I have developed my strategies and suggestions for this very curly question. Um, I... I, I I want, to, I want to start with a little anecdote, actually. So when I was really young and learning to drive, <laughs> I went through a stage where I was at the beginning of, you know what it's, how it's really scary when you first drive on your own? Um, well, I found it really scary to be in a car on my own, you know, driving. And I developed a real fear around driving on freeways. I was too scared to drive on the freeway, which was going to put a lot of um, delays into my journeys. <laughs> and, uh, and then I got a job and that job involved, if I was going to get to that job on time, I was going to have to drive on the, the freeway. And I always remember my, my partner or boyfriend at the time saying, you know, encouraging me to do it and saying, you will feel 10 foot tall when you have driven on the freeway. And I held on to that tiny little bit of cliched advice and I drove on that friggin' freeway and I confronted the demons and got over it, okay? And so I was able to drive on the freeway from there on. 
And this is a, it's the same when it comes to writing a book. Like it really is. It's the same when it comes to finishing. The reason so many people don't finish, the biggest reason they don't finish is because they're afraid. It is, it is absolutely because they're afraid. I've seen it enough time. I've worked with enough people. Uh, I've, I've thrashed it out with enough people to understand that finishing is the fear the the thing you know the fear of finishing is what holds them back it's not about fear of success or fear of what's next or any it's just fear of finishing because it's challenging and we are afraid for many reasons to push ourselves that bit further to get to the end because well here I am trying to analyze why people have got so much fear around endings, but it's because I guess that it requires a different type of energy and a different type of perseverance. It can it it requires confronting a lot of um, a lot of fears too that you're able to push to one side when you're just starting out, when you're writing the first few chapters, even the first. It depends on how long the novel is, of course, but. You know, it's always usually around the middle. I talk about this all the time. <clears throat> it's usually around the middle that we start to realize that we're going to have to make this book make sense. We're going to have to start to rein things in and hook up, you know, all the narrative threads. They're all going to have to match up and make sense. There's got, we're going to have to look very closely at the inner logic of this story if we're going to be able to bring it to a close. And that, at the end of the day, is frightening. And so we will come up with all sorts of reasons why we shouldn't push on. Because at the bottom, of, at the end of the day, we don't want to drive on the freeway. Okay, but if we're going to get to our job, we're going to have to drive on the freeway. <laughs> so I think one of the first things about finishing is recognizing how frightening it is and accepting that it's frightening and learning to sit with that and keep moving. All right. Understanding that you're not alone, that everyone, whether they're a professional author or they're just starting out, everybody, I cannot stress this enough everybody in every story goes through this okay this time of reckoning it's part and parcel of the deer deal now if you are here's a few other strategies though to help you apart from just realizing <laughs> that you're, you're you're in the bad place <laughs> all right something that can help you finish something else okay go off leave the project that you're working on Leave that and go over, go off and write something little that you can finish. A little story, really crappy little story. Okay, we're not judging this, this is not for publication, but just give yourself this sense of having finished something. That can be really helpful. And again, that's why I suggest to children's authors, you know, that you have multiple projects going at the same time so that when one gets too hard, you can go and work on one that's a little bit easier. So instead of working on your 80,000 word, um, you know, middle grade novel, you can go off and work on your 4,000 word junior fiction story. And with a bit of luck, bring that one to a close. I think, I feel, my feeling is that if it's not, if you're not writing it for publication, you'll be more inclined to finish it. 
because you won't the stakes won't be so high but play around with that idea of actually finishing something just to give yourself that feeling of accomplishment just to just to quieten and quieten your mind just a little bit as it tends to um, continually criticize you for not finishing anything you know that's a big old furphy that rolls through our brains um I was talking to somebody about that the other day that I had absorbed that as a young child where someone somewhere along the line probably quite innocently had said to me you never finish anything you know what child finishes anything the world is wondrous they're trying and tasting everything they're not necessarily looking at end products you know to tell a child they don't finish anything is kind of a bit kooky but a lot of us absorb that young you know and 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 it's still in me 23 books later I still tell myself there's still that voice in me that says you never finish anything <laughs> it's just bonker doodles anyway so finish something you know finish something um write something short the other thing the other strategy that I always use is, ch is chunk it down don't think about finishing the book think about finishing the chapter okay Finish the chapter that you're working on and give yourself time to finish it, but give yourself a little deadline to finish the chapter that you're on because every story is made up of chapters. So let's go step by step, chapter by chapter, just finishing one chapter at a time. Finish a scene, chunk it down even more. Tell yourself, today I'm going to finish the scene that I'm working on, okay? bring it back into a manageable thing don't scare yourself by saying you're trying to finish the book you're just trying to finish the scene and tomorrow you'll start a new scene okay and bit by bit you'll trick yourself into finishing <clears throat> um, this is a hard one but make a little vow to yourself that you're not going to assess what you're doing until you've done it you're not going to assess what you're doing until you're done it. You're, you've done it. You're not going to come at it assessing it and saying, this is shit, this doesn't work, I'm hopeless, blah, blah, blah. You're going to park all those judgments, okay? You're going to park all those judgments and, and just come to it and just work on it and judge it later. Assess it later. Don't assess it while you're working on it because it will be wonky, it won't be perfect. It doesn't matter how much you know about writing and how many books you've read or how many books you've written. Every new story starts out very, very wonkily, okay? And we just have to accept that and keep moving forward and not judge while we're in there, not be harsh on ourselves while we're in there. Um, another thing that I often... Um, use on myself and I've I've recommended to lots of people is focus in 50 okay so set a timer for 50 minutes put aside everything especially put aside social media and all sorts of any sorts of distractions like that set a timer for 50 minutes and dedicate 50 minutes to working on your novel now this is this this is works beautifully focus in 50 but some people balk at 50 and I was talking to somebody recently who, you know, is in the middle of juggling and has lots of, you know, has little children and lots of other commitments. And she said she uses focus in 20. And she's always shocked by how much she can get done in 20 minutes. 
So again, I want you to think about focus in 20. If focus in 50 is too much for you, go to focus in 20. All right, and see what that if that works. It's all about experimenting. You always have to experiment and play around because you need to find the writer in you and how the writer in you works because the writer in everybody is different. Sure, we come up against the same sorts of problems, but we we solve them in different ways because we're all wired so differently. <clears throat> so give yourself an experiment and experiment with focus in 20 <clears throat> and see how much you get done in that time. All right. Also, um, again, allow it. I'm reading my notes here and I can't even read them because the writing's so bad. <laughs> allow it to, to not be perfect. Again, Take the pressure off yourself and allow it to not be perfect, trusting that you will be able to fix it. I know that there's a fear in a lot of authors. They're really scared to mess up because they think they won't be able to fix it. And that is just another, another layer of fear that we put on ourselves. Okay, that that's another way that the inner critic stops us from moving forward is by telling us you cannot risk making a mess here. You can't mess it up because you'll be even in a worse position than you are now because you won't know how to fix it. Don't listen to that voice. Don't believe that voice. All right. Okay. Just allow it to not be perfect and keep moving regardless. Also, another thing that can be of help maybe not <laughs> but this might help you is to remember that there are so there's there's so much gold in finishing there's the lessons that come with finishing a novel with finishing a project are immense and you need to give yourself permission to mine those treasures Okay, to move forward knowing that you are going to be so much better at this when you finish. Don't put off finishing. Don't deny yourself the lessons that are going to come with finishing. And sure, understand that when you finish this book, you might look at it and think, geez, that's not very good. Like, holy shit, <laughs> that is not very good. But you are so far ahead of the pack because that you've done your your apprenticeship your, your, or you're into your apprenticeship. You know, it, it may not be the first book, the second book or the third book that is the one that's going to be, you know, the one that you're going to really want to package up and send off to a publisher. But, you're, but you know, at least you've got something done and you've finished, you've done the complete thing. You've driven on the freeway and got to work. You've faced your demons. You've faced the fear and you've got all the lessons that come with that. They're very valuable and they're a gift to you as a creator. And you need to be able to accept that gift and see, you know, see the silver lining that comes with finishing even a really wonky, crappy sort of a book, you know. It's so rich with lessons for you. So they're just some of the things that I, I think might help you. Understand that every writer falls into the, the abyss usually halfway through. Go off and finish something, you know, write a short story or a short little picture book or something that would just give you a sense of completion, 
okay? Chunk it down, you know, finish a chapter, and if a chapter's too much, finish a scene. Assess afterwards, not during. So assess the quality of the work afterwards, not during. Make yourself that promise to park the judgment side of your brain while you're working. Focus in 50. Failing that, focus in 20. All right? And then give yourself, allow yourself to line up to receive all the treasures and all the gold that is inherent in finishing something. Remember that there are so many lessons in this and that you are learning and you can give yourself permission to learn, all right, and take the pressure off. Allow it not to be perfect and realize that even an imperfect novel when it's finished is so full of gold for you. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you want more ducky goodness, pop over to the website www.girlandduck.com or you can find me on Instagram at Jen E. Storer. J-E-N-E-S-T-O-R-E-R. Bye for now.